Welcome to the Healthy Habits for Life podcast. I'm Dr. Carol Perlman, a psychologist, health coach, and married mom of two boys. I went from a frazzled working mother who hit snooze until the last possible moment to a vibrant business owner who jumps out of bed at 5 a.m. excited about my day. I once felt completely overwhelmed by my endless task list, but have learned to work smarter, not harder, by studying health habits, mindset, and time management. I love to teach others how to implement top recommendations for health, happiness, and success. Yes, busy moms can follow a nutrition plan that supports their goals, create a daily exercise routine, and stay on top of their to-do list, and go to bed feeling fantastic about the day. Tune in each week as I share my best strategies for creating and sustaining daily habits for a healthy lifestyle, and chat with other experts in the health and wellness industry. Now on to this week's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Healthy Habits for Life podcast. I'm so glad you joined me for another episode. Today, I have a guest. She may be familiar to some of you. I have my dear friend, Tracy Miller, with me today. Welcome, Tracy. Hey, everybody. I'm so excited to have you back. Um, For those of you, you might have heard Tracy was with me on episode 91. So if you haven't heard that one, or if you don't know Tracy, then I'm going to suggest that you go back and play that one first, because it was so good that I decided we needed to do a part two, because Tracy has so much wisdom to share. She's someone who walks the walk when it comes to health habits and being consistent and persistent. Amongst all sorts of life challenges, Tracy really is the epitome of this. And so I wanted to bring you back for a part two to share a little bit more wisdom. So um, so let me just do, I'll do a brief introduction in case people forget who you are. But Tracy and I met, uh, gosh, like nine years ago, I think, through our coaching businesses. And um, she's from North Carolina. She's a special education teacher and has two super cute girls. They're getting bigger. They're not little, little, little anymore. What, three and 10? Four and 11. Four, four and 11. 11. Okay, yeah. so four and 11. So she's married. And I'm telling you all this because this is important context to know when you think about all of this going on in the background. So Tracy is married. She's got two younger, young, youngish kids. Works full time as a special ed teacher. You help your husband run a karate school, and you try to participate in as many of your kids' activities as possible. So Tracy is on the run. Fair to say? Yeah. What day is it? I'm not even sure. Always yeah. on the run. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So you know, if you follow Tracy as I do on Instagram, and you follow her stories, you see that she's just busy, busy, busy. She wakes up early. And um, her days are jam-packed. And yet what you see over time is that Tracy does not give up on her health goals. And she is so committed to being intentional about nutrition and fitness and using those tools to make everything else in life better. Um, Really, there's no one, I think, who epitomizes this better than you. So last time, so like I said, episode 91, Tracy told the story, a little bit more of her backstory of how she you know, got um, sort of what was your your motivation to start making changes. And we really ended up talking a lot about exercise and how you kept that as an anchor when life threw you so many curveballs and you really just stayed committed to that and how that really helped you get through some really hard times. And that was really powerful. But what I wanted to cover today was how you have that same attitude when it comes to nutrition, because nutrition 
you know, to exercise consistently, you need about 30 to 60 minutes most days, let's say. But nutrition, we manage round the clock. I mean, if you're lucky enough to sleep 18 hours a day, that leaves 16 waking hours where we're managing nutrition all day long. We're managing food cues, both internally and, you know, around us in the world. So it's a really big task. So we're going to dive into that today. But before we do, back us up, Tracy. Um, if I met you nine years ago, then it must have been even longer than that when you when you really decided something had to change. So can we zero in on that moment? What was going on in your life? How are you feeling? How are things going? And what led you to make start making a change at that point? Okay, so if I go back in time, walk on my little... Go back to memory lane. Um, I've definitely, well, I've mentioned before where I live at, we are very limited to resources like organic foods, um, health markets. We have a lot of fast food, like mom and pop type restaurants. So in my family, I talked about this before. My mom is just like the best Southern cook you can imagine. So I have grown up eating fried foods daily, you know, every night. That's what I'm accustomed to. For breakfast would be something like little Debbie cakes. For lunch, you know, fast food, a burger. And then for supper, you're looking at fried pork chops, rice and gravy. If we had vegetables, you know, they were summertime vegetables you know, in the summer from our garden. But throughout the year, they would be canned vegetables. Um, I just really started gaining a lot of weight. I'm not feeling comfortable in my skin. Um, I started developing psoriasis and other types of issues for autoimmune disease, um, just really drained and just feeling like I just could not keep up with everything that I was doing in college, engaged, um, working two different jobs. So I could tell, I knew something had to give with my nutrition. Okay. So yeah, you paint quite the picture. So you had your kids at this point, right? Or was this really, well, I know we told the story of how you tried a couple of different strategies um, more around the time when you were engaged, but still, if we go back to maybe Liz was like one or two ish, right? When yes. you so, really, um, yeah. yeah. So what was I'm going on then? Yes. I'm still yo-yo dieting, you know, trying all the fads. I'm married at this point and I have my first child, Elizabeth. And I would say she was probably, she's, we'll say two, she's two okay. years old. Um, and of course, you know, I'm still trying to find, um, I'll try anything, whatever you're, you're doing, you best believe I will try it. And um, I see someone post online that they had lost all this weight using these containers. And I was like, what are, you, what are they What are they doing? What are these containers? Okay, I will do that too. So I was just all in, going to try the very next thing. And I, at this time, I had just bought a Nutribullet. So, of course, if I had a Nutribullet, I could make these shakes uh, in a Nutribullet. And I would try these containers out. And I remember whenever everything came and I had these containers, I was really like overwhelmed. Like I'm supposed to eat how many of these? There, it was a lot of food. So it was very intimidating whenever I first started out, Carol. Yeah, for sure. Which I think it is for everyone. Making a change is intimidating. Learning anything new, whether it's nutrition, whether it's on the computer, whether it's a sport, whatever it is, it's intimidating when anything is new. But I want to maybe highlight some of these qualities in you that when we look back now, we can see they set you up for success. So one was being open-minded. You were willing to try anything. You weren't going to knock it, you know, right off the bat. You were just open-minded. If it's working for someone, maybe it'll work for you. So you were open-minded and also, um, and you're human. So you were also overwhelmed as, you know, most of us would be. And 
you'll probably get more into this, but you are also an all-in kind of person. If you're going to try it, you're not going to kind of sort of try it, but you're going to give it everything you have to really give it a chance to work for you. So yes, you saw your friend doing this program, getting good results. You're like, let me see if that will work for me. I'll try it. You get the whole kit in the mail, in the mail, and it comes with these containers. And just in case anyone doesn't know what this container system is all about, it um it really is designed to teach you about different food groups and the fact that there are different food groups from you know proteins, carbohydrates, fruits, vegetables, healthy fats, and there's a formula you know to really follow true nutrition guidelines and feel your best. Your body has different needs for each of these food groups. Most of us don't know what that is, so this is a plan that provides a nutrition course and teaches you how much of each of these food groups you need throughout the day. And you use these containers to measure it. So you're not guessing, but you measure your portions and you follow a formula for how much of each one you should have throughout the day. So that's just a little background. And um, so how did it go at first? What was it like, you know, when you think about you as someone who was in the South, you're really going against the grain in terms of what everybody around you is doing. So what was that like? Yeah, so definitely everyone in my family, you know, I was just the joke of the family, you know, here she is, she's going to try this out. And uh, my husband, I think he was like, you're crazy. You're going to see all of these little containers. And I said, but you're going to do it too. You know, I'm not going to do it by myself. You're going to do it with me. And I think that's a, a big difference whenever you're with someone who supports you. So all of you single ladies out there, if you're trying to find you somebody, make sure you find someone that supports you 100% and will go along with any kind of crazy ideas mm. that you come up with. Um, so I think that was, that was key in everything. So, but yes, everyone was definitely like, you know, picking on me, you know, well, yeah. this your container, Tracy. And I guess whenever you're used to, um, it was so many, it was so much food to start with because I'm processing, you know, if I'm eating a 1000 calorie donut for breakfast in the morning, you know, versus, five cups of broccoli, four cups of lean protein, you know, just measuring all out. It was so much more food versus the calorie intake that I was eating in the small portions that I was eating. So I was learning, okay, hey, I can actually eat more food. It's just going to benefit my body in different ways, the way yeah. it's, you know. Yeah. So better quality food you can actually eat more of. And yes. this um, really high calorie, the less nutritious processed food, you can really only eat smaller portions of that to get the same amount of calories for the day. Um, so it helped to have, you, you know, your immediate family supporting you. And then how and how was it? So, you know, I imagine during the week, you know, you're doing your own thing and in your own household. So you and Daniel are following this program. And then what was it like when it came to social events? You know, if you went places that the family was going out to eat or if you were having a family gathering, how did you handle that? Yeah, so I am known for bringing my food with me. So I would first, you know, let me go back. The first 21 days, because it's a 21-day um, program, they say if you can do anything for three weeks, then, you know, you can commit to it. So I was like, 21 okay. days to create a new habit. Yep. Yeah, 21 days to create a new habit. And I was like, okay, I'm going to have to at least give this 21 days. I'm going to go foolproof 21 days. So if I went somewhere, I had my food with me. And... Um, so I'd go to my mom's house on Sunday and I have all my everything packed up because, you know, I still want to be a part of the Sunday gathering with the family because that's important. 
So everybody's like, what do you have in there? You know, and I'm like, oh, this is good for me. You guys are going to be, you know, just tease them. And, you know, they tease me, but they really support me at the same time, if that mm -hmm. makes sense. Yeah. I just have to learn. You, you just have to learn to take a joke and just go with it, you know, um, and you have to prove them wrong, too. Mm -hmm. So that was another thing. I will prove to you that I can do this and I will get results. So um, all of that coming into play. And I would, I, I stuck to the 21 days. I brought my food with me. And then after the 21 days was over, you know, because I'm human and I believe that if you just continue to restrict yourself and you don't, for example, a little Debbie cake was not on the 21 fixed container plan. It's not on the plan. But after my 21 days, hey, I want a cookie, a chocolate chip cookie. I'm going to give myself that and say, okay, hey, because if before I was doing these programs that were so restrictive and I was, it was constantly just a battle. Oh, I can't have this. I can't have this. I can't have this. And then I would end up binging on eating those things. Yeah. So I had to, to let myself have some sort of balance. Okay. I'm going to go really strong for three weeks and then I'm going to give myself something that I want that I enjoy, but I didn't look at it necessarily as having a cheat meal. It was a treat and then getting back on track. And I try to make a conscious effort not to overdo it. So if I'm going, if I know I'm going to have a cheeseburger, you know, what are some things that I can do with this cheeseburger? Instead of having cheeseburger and French fries, can I have a cheeseburger and broccoli? Or instead mm -hmm. of having a burger and a soda, can I have a cheeseburger with a glass of water? So it just really changed my mindset. I can have these things. I just don't need to have everything all at once for breakfast, lunch, snack, and dinner. Yeah. Something no, happy. Let me jump in and let's let's break this down because you're talking about a couple of really important things. So one was the idea that when you're first learning something, something sometimes it helps to go all in and just go say, I'm going to fully commit and I'm going to do some things for the next three weeks. I might not do this forever, but for right now, while I'm learning and making changes, I'm going to do some things that I haven't normally done, like bring my own food to a family dinner. Um, and learning to tolerate whatever it is that around that people around you are saying, you know, have a good attitude about it, stand strong with what you need to do for you. And, you know, have that feistiness to say, just watch me, I'll prove you wrong. And don't let yourself get too rattled. But you know, people are going to say whatever they're going to say. And usually, it actually reflects more about them, their fears, you know, what it's like for them to watch you making changes that maybe they're not ready to make. So people will say, all sorts of things and they may try to sabotage you, but you just stay strong with what you know you need to do and know that at certain points in time, you might do things that feel a little extreme, like packing up your food, but you won't always need to do that. So those are some things that can be really helpful early on when you're starting to make changes. But then to your next point, you know, when you really think about what we teach you and I as coaches is to build a lifestyle, a healthy lifestyle. And a healthy lifestyle has to involve balance. It can't be overly restricted. That's just not realistic, you know, to say you're never ever gonna have a little Debbie cake again, or you're never gonna have a chocolate chip cookie, or you're never gonna have your mom's pork chops. You know, that's just not realistic. But you learn sometimes you go a little bit extreme at first, and then you learn how to dial it back and create more balance and say, okay, if I'm going to have this fried pork chop, I'm going to surround it with a bunch of vegetables and a whole bunch of water. And I can handle that balance. It's not going to, you know, throw me off. It's going to be okay. So I think that's really huge. I'm so glad you brought that up, that there's a difference, at, um, you know, with different phases of your journey, that sometimes you're a little bit stricter and you're really working towards a goal or learning something new. 
But ultimately, the goal is to work towards balance that's sustainable. Yeah. And I want to go back to because I think this is going to help others to learn how to balance, you know, have that balance in their life whenever you're getting started. Um, I see a lot of people just jump into something. Okay. They get it and they're like, say you get it on Saturday and they're like, okay, hey, I have this new nutritional program. You know, they said, I need to do this. So it comes on Saturday and then I'm just going to open it up on Monday and I'm just going to do it. That is setting yourself up for failure. So I want to go back and hopefully this is some advice that's because I would say more than 50% of people just go in and they do it and they're not prepared. And if you are not prepared, you're not going to have your mindset right. You are not going to know what you're supposed to do. Because if you just say, I'm going to do this on Monday, but you don't really know what you're doing, you're going you're gonna to mess up. Odds are you're going to, chances are you're going to fail. So I would say for anyone who's starting anything new, no matter what it is, even if it's a new job, you know, know the expectations, know the plan, know the routine, know the why you're doing it. You know, if I'm supposed to have so many calories, why am I supposed to have this many calories? You know, if I'm supposed to burn this many calories every day, why is that important that I burn this many calories? Why is it important that I have more portions of vegetables than it is I have meat? How many am I supposed to have? So going in, I had really taken a, a full week to read over everything, not just once, several times to let my mind have time to process what was about to come. Because if you don't fully process, this is what you're going to be doing. You're not going to, whenever you're in the middle of it, you're like, okay, what am I doing again? So give yeah. yourself time to process what it is that you're doing and why you are doing it. You know, have yes. Give yourself time to process it. Such um, a good point. Yeah, such a good point to get really familiar with the program, the ins and outs, the whys. You know, I, I know you and I would both agree on this, that journaling can be such a huge tool to write out. Why am I doing this? What am I hoping to achieve when it gets hard? What am, what thoughts am I going to come back to? Because it will, you know, making big new changes, especially with nutrition is a, is a big undertaking. But, you know, there is almost nothing more worthwhile than that because it will have such an impact on your health. So what did you find? Let's start with that. You know, three weeks in, maybe six weeks in, how were you feeling? You know, what kind of impact did nutrition changes make on you? Honestly, whenever I first started the change, um, I felt terrible. <laughs> um, because your body, whenever you're used to having um, a certain type, eating a certain type of way and fueling your body a certain type of way, and then you change, it's almost like you're addicted to some sort of drug, you know, sugar, sugar, they say has, this, has the same effect on your brain as cocaine. I didn't yep. know that. I was, wow, that's crazy. But it is so true. You do not realize how dependent you become on caffeine, on soda, on sugar, these processed foods. So when I first started, it was almost like my body was going into a detox. I was like, yeah. oh, headaches, migraines. But, you know, because I knew the process, I knew that would happen, you mm -hmm. know, because because I had done my research, I had read all my materials. I had listened to people that were trying to help me. And they said, you know, this is normal. Trust the process. Mm -hmm. Three weeks. OK, I can trust this for three weeks. You know, if this keeps happening for three weeks, I'm done. But it did not you know, it did not stop happening. So I got good results and I continued it. Um, but I know you asked how I continued it. Oh, wait, hold um, on. Wait, so let's just highlight that. So there was sort of in the, an initial period of feeling pretty crappy was your body's detoxing and getting used, you know, just getting all the junk out of its system. 
And then what did you notice after three to six weeks in terms of your energy, your cravings, how your stomach felt, some of your autoimmune symptoms? Yeah, well, well, first, I would say that I'm one of these people that I like attention. <laughs> I hate to say that I am. I like attention. So the, to hear other to, to hear other people start to notice, wow, you've done this. You know, like, I, I, good job. Good for you. You stuck to it. So that first made me feel really good because that's one of my things. I'm a person that likes words. You know, I want people mm -hmm. to, you know, affirmations of words. That's my thing. I want people to notice and recognize. So having that recognition from other people was important for me. Um, definitely my skin was starting to look better, you know, like a glowy, you know, look mm -hmm. um, rings under your eyes. You know, you don't have these rings and bags under your eyes. You start look more refreshed energy was so much better you know i had energy to i was sleeping better you know you think energy just comes from being up in the day but i'm going to talk about sleep you know rest was so much better whenever i was fueling myself the correct way and i was not eating like constantly throughout the day and then crashing at night you know my body was able to rest at night um have more energy to get through the day and to help manage stress as well it just seems like whenever my body is so dependent on sugar and processed foods, whenever I'm stressed, I would lean more into those types of foods. And then it's whenever you get rid of them, you're able to help manage the stress better. It's almost counterintuitive. Yeah. yeah, it's just you're you just have so much mental clarity, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. I've shared your pictures. Um, it's just astounding to me, you know, with your psoriasis and you have shared over the years that your skin flares. Um have really been affected by food. So when you make changes, when you remove the triggers, your skin clears up. And it's just so amazing to see these side-by-side -side pictures, um, which Elsie, I don't know if I can share that in the show notes, but um, but they are on your page and they're on my page on Instagram. So, okay, so let's fast forward on. So life marches on, even though you have these big nutrition goals, you're teaching, you have a two-year-old, you have a karate school. What did it take day in and day out, week in and week out to help you stay on track with your nutrition? Um, I would really say, you know, your mindset. You know, when you say like you journal, um, because it's easy, like my schedule, there was some days like over the past, this past year has just been really difficult. But, and people will say, well, you go through seasons of life. But I think whenever you're a parent, you're just constantly in that season. And I always thought that um, I can remember, I, I laugh at myself now whenever the kids would not sleep. And I'm like, someone help me. And I just need sleep. Help someone, help the kids to sleep by themselves. And now that they're sleeping by themselves, I'm just like their personal chauffeur, you know, just taking mm -hmm. them everywhere, going to the ball games. And it's it's so much. And um, I actually decided to go... Um, it's like not going back to school, but it's a process to receive my national board certification. So I was like, this is the year I'm going to do this. So I'm doing my national board certification. I'm working full time, helping Daniel, you know, the kids with all their activities. And it's, you know, even though you get healthy, you know, and you're living this healthy life, you're still going to get stressed out. It's, it's mm -hmm. just human. anybody who wakes up every day and tells you, Oh, every day is great because I'm I'm doing this. It's not true. Everybody has struggles. Yeah. And I struggle a lot, a lot. Yeah. But I don't give up on myself and I don't give up on my goals. I don't give up on my family because me having to take my kids everywhere. I keep saying, 
got to do this for them so I can have energy, so I can yeah. do this. And I will tell you that because of the stress and all I've been involved with this year, I could really tell how that has been making me feel, which flared, triggered a flare up in my autoimmune disease. Um, so I have that going on right yeah. now. I've been working on that. So that's yeah. right now. So when you are running around after school and even when you go to school, do you pack your food with you still? What do you do? So, um, like I said, support is amazing. My husband, you know, I'm just hats off to him because I will, I'll say, you know, this is what I need, but I can't do this by myself. And sometimes, you know, it is hard to do things by yourself. So reach out to your spouse and say, Hey, you know, let's compromise on something. I'll take over this responsibility. If you can take over this responsibility. So, um, and, and my husband loves to grill. So this is great tip. Uh, my husband loves to cook on the grill on the weekends. So on the weekends, whenever he's cooking on the grill, we will literally throw all types of things on that grill. We'll throw chicken, you know, whatever kind of meats we're going to eat. I'll say, please cook extra so we can have that for the mm -hmm. week. Um, and we always do that. We do our vegetables and everything like that. And then I, I'm not, you know, right now it's not always fresh. We do a lot of frozen vegetables mm -hmm. now because I'm at I'll, you know, you look in your fridge after you've played four ball games in a week and you go, open, oh, this, this is all bad. So don't be afraid whenever you're in a busy season of life to have frozen vegetables on hand, because that is often something you can just pop in the microwave. It's going to be simple for you. That's what you need to do. Just do not overcomplicate things. Don't think you no. have to get on Pinterest and search a fancy, healthy recipe. You don't. Yeah. I'm just not at that stage in my life right now. There's no fancy recipes. I'm just keeping it simple and just trying to survive. And you, it's such a good point. Take advantage of those shortcuts. We're so lucky these days that we have so many of them. So the frozen vegetables, they, if you do your research, it'll say they're just as nutritious as fresh. You know, fresh, of course, is always better. But if it's just not realistic, then those frozen ones are a great option. And there's so many, what do they call it? Readily prepared or pre-prepared. Um, options yeah. in the stores. They're washed, they're chopped, they're ready to go. And I know I still feel a little bit guilty when I buy that and you might pay a little bit more. And I think, oh, well, I could wash and chop it, but you know what? I'm more likely to eat it. If all I have to do is open it up and dump it in a bowl or dump it in a pan, I'm more likely to eat these veggies. So I'm just going to do it. And that's a worthwhile investment. So don't feel bad that, um, you know, you're not doing it all yourself. These shortcuts were so, so lucky and they are really helpful. So I love this idea of cooking extra proteins on the grill, involving a family member, uh, asking for help, kind of acknowledging I can't do it all. So whether it's asking them to help prepare some things in the kitchen, or maybe they take other responsibilities off your plate so that you're the more available to spend some extra time in the kitchen. And how about for school? Do you still pack your food for school? Yes. Yeah, so on the week, so that's what I, we mainly use the food that he cooks extra for. I always pack, that is my like number one thing that I'm going to do. I'm going to pack my lunch for work. Um, but we don't get to, I don't, I'm not, I don't have the option to leave and go out to eat for lunch. You know, I'm at a school with kids all day, but if I don't pack my lunch, I'm not going to eat or I'm going to have to get to the cafeteria. So, um, yes, on the weekend, on Sunday, I always pack up five lunches. I have them ready made in the fridge so I can just grab them out of my refrigerator. Another good thing that um, I like to do, Carol, is with mason jars. Mm -hmm. um, I put all of my fruits in mason jars because it is true. A strawberry will last like three weeks in a mason jar. Wow. They, 
Yeah, you put the lid on a mason jar, close it. You know, so my fruits and vegetables, I put those in mason jars. So the kids and I, we all have like healthy fruits and snacks to, you know, eat on throughout the day whenever we want those. Um, and then you said, you know, don't be afraid to order like pre-cut foods, pre-cooked meals. There have been times um, this past year where I've actually ordered a meal service delivered mm -hmm. for um for my for my suppers, especially because it would be so late getting home and I I didn't have time to cook because realistically you're waking up in the morning, you're going to school, you're leaving school, you're going to bio practice, you're leaving bio practice, and then you're going to this sporting event because when both of your kids are active, mm -hmm. there's really no time to. I mean, I'm not going to come home at nine o'clock and cook a meal. Yeah. So at that point, I was like, oh, you know, I, you're right. You don't want to spend the extra money. But then at the same time, you know how you're going to feel yeah. if you don't invest in yourself. So sometimes and groceries are outrageous. I guarantee you, if you look at like a meal prep service, you're only going to be paying 20 extra dollars than what you're already paying in the grocery store now. So don't don't count that out. You know, I yeah. use that often but i know in advance in my calendar you know because i plan everything out this week's going to be too busy for me i know i'm going to need to order and use a meal yeah. prep service this week yeah and so i would just say you want to be specific about that or because there is a wide range out there and so they can be more you know towards the spectrum of fast food or kind of overly prepared food or they can be healthy and you know just be specific really look into it and look into the ingredients and find one that's going to really work for you. But I, I love, love, love what you said um, about looking at the week ahead. So as you probably know, and people who are listening to the podcast and follow me know that time management is my jam. And one of the most important strategies that I teach is to create the habit of a planning session at least once a week. And so when you do that, you sit down, you look at everything that's in the calendar, you look at all the to-dos, figure out when you're going to do them, but then you pause and take a step back and look at the whole plan and say, how does this look? Can I do all this? Or maybe I need to make some adjustments. Maybe this is just not doable and I need to take some things off, cancel some social plans, move them to another week. But I love what you said, which is also looking at, okay, how am I going to get dinner on the table? And if this is a week, especially in the spring and summer with you know, baseball and softball and some of these sports that go longer than other sports. It's a it, it's a legitimate thing to think about. How are we going to get dinner on the table? And so there might be some weeks when you have to use one option like a meal delivery or ask for help from another family member. And then other weeks you have more time. But I love, love, love that of being able to take a look at the week and factor in your plan for dinners. Yeah. And two, um, I think you need to you need to find out what type of planner you are. I know some people like a, a digital thing and like their Google calendars on their phone. Some people just like a to-do list. Some people like to look at a week view format or a day view format. I personally prefer, prefer a monthly view. I, I need a calendar with a monthly view. That's how I do mine. I, and I write everything I have on in the month. And my husband, it's funny because if I'm just so dedicated to my schedule and knowing what my day or my week or my month is going to look like. And he's like, well, I'm doing such and such. I told you about it. Well, you told me about it, but just, you can tell me whatever you want to tell me. I am crazy busy. I'm not going to remember. You know, you need to write it down. So now when he's doing something, he'll say, well, I wrote it down in the Bible. He says that my calendar is my Bible. You know, mm -hmm. it's just so important. He said, I wrote it down. You know, did you not see it? So he will even take my planner and he will write it down. I so, I, it. okay. So this is, so if I know, Hey, I need him for this, but he's here, I can go ahead and make, you know, 
arrangements. I love that so much. That's so good. All right. I have one more question for you before we wrap up for today. So, um, you know, we went into this in more detail on the last episode, but, you know, so there are the challenges of being a teacher, being at school, not being able to leave. So you really have to have what you need with you. There's running around with kids after school and at night. And then there are even more extreme situations like families in the hospital and you yourself being sick, you know, just not feeling your best. So how have you stayed on track with your nutrition, even in those kinds of situations? Because you've had a lot of that too. You've had deaths in the family, you've had, you know, people in the hospital and you didn't give up. Yes. So I think first it's important to realize that life happens. And if you are in um, an emotional state, like um, so many of us get, you know, I am an emotional eater um, that will either be, I'm going to eat chocolate or I'm going to not eat anything. I'm just going to let my my body run off adrenaline, I guess. So I get caught up in that running off adrenaline and not taking time to eat, or either I'm going to want some ice cream or something sweet. And there's been several times um, when I'm like, okay, I'm just going to eat some ice cream. This will make me feel better. But again, in the back of my mind, I'm not going to continue to do that every day. Um, If you go to the hospital or if you're there, say you're someone sick, you know, there's options there for you to have. So don't think just because life is derailed that you don't have an option and a choice to still fuel yourself um there's salads i know everybody doesn't like a salad but hey there's salads you can get a burger you can um eat one piece of bread you don't have to have both the you know both slices of bread um but once you get an idea that's why it's so important to really stick to something and learn a routine so when you're in these situations you can kind of learn how to manipulate them to fit your needs you know. Yeah, that's so good that it's it's nutrition for life. It's habits for life. And so it's not that you're on for a period of time and then, oh, life happens. So now I'm going to give it all up. It's really learning how to integrate it. You know, the basics, you know what your meals could and quote unquote sort of should look like so that you feel your best. And then you look around at what's available and you replicate that as best as you can in the situation. Not every meal will be perfect, but you do as best as you can and then move on. But you're basically always on quote unquote, always on plan. You know, you never let yourself fall totally off track. You're always on plan and just doing the best you can with the circumstances you're in. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And there, there comes my kids right here. Um, they'll tell you too. Um, it's so important that you don't like, I try not to make things a lot about food too, like, like body shaming or, um, ice cream is so bad for you. It's going to cause X, Y, Z, especially having two small kids, um, you know, they want to go to the ice cream shop because as a kid, that's something that's fun. So I want them to be able to see mom enjoying ice cream with them. And then I want them to see me um, adding some vegetables on my plate at nighttime. I want them to just naturally learn and they're going to learn by what they see. So I want to see me in these tough situations. Okay. Hey, you know, we've been at a ball game all night long. We've got to go through a drive-through. You know, mom is going to order a salad instead of the burger and the fries. Or mom's going to get the burger and she's not going to get the fries to go along with that. I want them to be able to see that. And I want them to be able to see me move my body. And I want them to be able to see me um, eat some ice cream at the same time. Because I believe if you raise your kids seeing these things, that whenever they're older, that's just going to be a way that they they live their life versus yeah. having to struggle and have to learn something. They're just going to know this is normal. This is what I need to do. 
I totally agree. They're always watching and they're they're taking it in, even if they don't acknowledge that they are. For sure. Yeah. Well, Tracy, this was so good. Thank you so much. I hope, you know, people listening really walk away with this mindset of you can do this. You know, you can really take control of your nutrition. You can make it a priority. You can really decide this is something that will have such a major impact on me that I'm going to commit to it forever and ever and make it a priority, even though what that looks like will change week to week. In general, it can remain a priority and you can do it. You can use food and nutrition as a way to fuel your body, to feel your best, to have the energy that you need and to still be something that's fun. And, you know, treats can still work in and it's all about balance. So nobody says it better than Tracy Miller. So thank you so much, my dear friend, for being here today and sharing your wisdom. Uh, where can people find you if they, so I'll put, um, in the show notes, I will put some links. We talked about some of the programs that you and I have done. And so I'll put some links to those in the show notes. And if people are interested in following you to see, you know, how does a busy mom make it all work? Where can they find you? Yes, find me on Instagram. Um, I guarantee you will at least laugh. Um, yep. You may laugh at me. You may laugh with me. You may laugh at my kids. But um, it's just my name, Tracy underscore Wilkins underscore Miller. Um, so find me on Instagram. I would love um, you guys to reach out and see, you know, and I'm honest, I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. You will see that my life is up and down all around and we just continue to make it work and we do the best that we can. Yep. We just never give up, never give up. Yep. All right. Well, let's end on those words. So all thank right. you so much for being here and thank you everyone thank you. for listening. I hope you learned a ton from Tracy and enjoyed this conversation and check out the show notes for more details. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Healthy Habits for Life. If you loved today's episode, please follow me on iTunes and leave a five-star rating and review. These are so important and will enable others like you to find this podcast. Also, please share this podcast with your friends you know would also love it so we can get the word out. Thanks again for joining me. Until next week.